0: hey yo you are tuning in to the make mondays interesting podcast i'm your host denzel gaga and this is a god-given talent production on today's episode i have a close friend of mine jared madsen joining me and i'll be asking him questions about his hobby and why it's important to not make excuses when pursuing a new skill so Enough of me talking, let's begin today's episode. Thanks so much for joining me and have a conversation. I'm super keen. Are you keen?
1: I'm keen, indeed. It's good to be here, Denzel.
0: So good. Well, I really want to have a conversation and thank you so much for being uh, spontaneous with me because this was a last minute organisation of getting you on. That's fine, that's fine. But, I've thought about having you on because I'd love to ask you about your rings and the fact that you make rings. Yeah. so tell me about that yeah. like when did you start making rings?
1: um yes, yeah, so I guess you could you could say that I make rings um I still I title with it. I wouldn't say I'm a professional at all, um, yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, something that I enjoy doing. It's a hobby um that I've kind of progressed enough to be able to make rings for friends and family and sell a few now which has been cool Um, but yeah I started making rings probably I'd say actually started like the hands-on process probably um four months ago I -hmm. think Uh, and then before that it took probably about two months of um, reading things online um, ordering certain tools that I needed um, figuring out kind of like what silver I needed what the process was um, so yeah, after about two months of that, I've been making them hands-on
0: for about four months now. Yeah, um, mm. yeah, oh, so cool. And mm. to tell me, like, out of all the hobbies and skills you could have picked in the world, why yes. was it ring making? Like, what what get, got you into doing it?
1: Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. I still kind of try and um, I try and think about it and figure out exactly what got me into it myself, but. um I think originally I've always worn rings. Um, It's just something that I like in a way Um, Two kind of like aesthetically pleasing things that I love are rings and rugs. Um, I don't know why, but I feel like two hours. (laughs) Yeah. Two hours. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like you can find some really nice and nice looking and quality made rings and rugs. Um, So when I'd be overseas um, traveling, something i enjoyed doing was going around and looking at the different rings that they had um, so like different places like indonesia and india um, and like sri lanka and places like that where they'd have just like a beautiful array of handmade goods um, and they'd be cheap also so i'd find myself usually in most countries i went to buying a few different rings because they were cheaper and there'd be mementos and i like them um, And so it's something that I've liked for quite a while. Mm. And I think that kind of just grew, um, just like this love for rings. And with my, so I study at the moment also, and I'd one day like to kind of tailor that towards maybe owning a business or something like that. Um, And so at the start of the year, I thought, hey, I really like rings um it's something that's in my mind for the future so a good way to get started is to just be hands-on and make a few just kind of see what's behind the process of it Um, so i started looking into it and one thing led to another i started buying things and then it kind of just got out of control i bought enough stuff that i needed and i thought well i better start making them And yeah and it's really enjoyable too it's fun yeah um so i think i like i made my first ring and i was like okay this is this is really fun and it feels kind of rewarding um so i just kept going along with it
0: yeah cool and yeah all right because you talked about rings and rugs i got a question if you're talking about opening a business would the business be called (laughs) rings and rugs and you only sell rings (laughs) and rugs
1: (laughs) that would be pretty cool that would be pretty (laughs) cool um yeah, look, I, it could work. It could work. It's got a ring to it too, hey. And, and. <laughs>
0: rings and rugs. I like uh, that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's it's kind of like a thought of maybe somewhere down the track. Um, mm. But yeah, it's it it was mostly just birthed out of um, like a love for rings, and I thought, hey, yeah, I'll start start making them. See what I can do.
0: All right. Well, this podcast is going to be on Spotify, but it'll also be on YouTube. So for visual. Can you show us your rings on your finger right now?
1: Yes. Okay. I can show you these two. So these are the very first two that I made. Um, So I did these. So one tip is if you learn a new hobby or a skill, you should watch lots of videos and learn how to actually do it. I kind of skipped a lot of that process and just (laughs) went in for it. Um, And it was fun and it was interesting and a big learning curve. But so these are the first two that I made. Mm. So I'll take it off. See if you can. See that. So this is just a plain silver band. Yeah. this is the very first one that I made. Oh, I dropped it. Here we go. And it's got a fish engraved into it just there. Cool. Um, So that's the first one that I made. And then the second one that I made was a little bit of a step up and it's another plain silver band and it's got a cross. Um, So I cut out four different bits of silver. melted them together um, and placed it onto there wow and yeah so that was the second one and then kind of what i'm more into doing now is um using stones um mm. so i've been doing they're called bezel settings where you put a stone on top of a ring um and so this is one that i made a little while ago yeah wow um so it's a yeah just uh sterling silver ring and it's got turquoise in the top there wow that's um, good um, i just grab one more um we we go so that's an inlay kind of type with um power shell yeah wow yeah and then just another similar kind of one but with malachite um into it yeah well so yeah so that's kind of what i've got at the moment
0: Mm. anyone watching this right now would just Know how talented you are in ring making, considering you've only really been doing it for four months, and so thank you, thank you, Denzel. Um, Well, I know from knowing you as a friend, I know that like they look good, and Thanks, you definitely it. have a talent in that. Um, thank you. Yeah, hopefully, you. You get to see that rings and rugs business soon, so people can actually purchase mm. your beautiful-looking rings.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, maybe one day. We'll see. We'll see. I've been making them for friends and family at the moment. Um, and I've got ideas to make an Instagram page and start selling them more. Um, but just just taking my time with it, I guess.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um, you talked about, uh, you know, your inspiration to create rings was traveling and seeing like, uh, the rings in other countries. Can I ask like, out of all your travels, what was the best country to find these rings? Or um, hopefully that makes sense in terms of like, which was the ring that stood out to you when you were in, or which country was that ring that stood out to you?
1: Yeah, um, I think for me, it was probably India um, Mm -hmm. in terms of like the variety of different rings, the craftsmanship behind them um, and the quality. Uh, And the price too, I guess. Uh, It all kind of came together in India where there's just like, there's just this incredible array of um, jewelry and silversmithing pieces, including rings. Um, And yeah, just the the talent that they have and the craftsmanship that goes behind it is really cool.
0: Yeah, cool.
1: So I think that's where I, yeah, where I kind of was like, well, this is actually like, these are really well made and I really like them. Um, I'd love to do something like this.
0: Yeah, cool. How long how long ago was it your last in India?
1: Uh that was it was a while ago now. It was probably um two years ago it'd have been now. Yeah.
0: So you could say a seed was planted two years ago in what you're doing now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so, definitely. Um it, it definitely mulled over in my head for probably about a year. Um and I remember like throughout that year mentioning to people um when it had come up in conversation of like yeah i'm thinking about maybe like starting to make rings or do something with them so it was something that i thought over for a long time um and i think it was just one day i was kind of like well it's not gonna happen if i don't do anything um, yeah so i did something and here i am <laughs>
0: mm. <laughs> um yeah. i would like to ask then because i know a lot of people might be tuning in and listening to this or watching this and they're probably, they were like you a year ago where it's like, oh, I want to do this, um, but they haven't done anything about it. So what would you say to anyone that's wanting to learn a skill or start a hobby but haven't started and or making excuses from starting that hobby? What would you say to them?
1: Um, I'd say do it. I, I think it's like a very simple answer, but I think do it. Um, if it's something that you, that you, it's, if it's not just like an overnight thought of one day, like, Hey, this would be really cool. And then you kind of jump into it. There's nothing wrong with that. But, um, I think it's good to think things through. Um, mm. even if it be only for a few days or a week. And if you're, if your mind's set on it and you want to get into something, I think just taking a first step into it um, is important. Mm. So like for me, I think kind of how I go about it is like when I've gone traveling, um, like in the past, the first thing that I do is I book a flight. And once I book the flight, it's like, well, I'm I'm locked in. I have to go. So then I have to organize it. Hmm. And with rings, I took a kind of similar approach where I'd been thinking about it for a long time. And, um, and I thought, okay, what do I need? And one of the things that I needed was, um, It's called a flex shaft. So it's kind of like a handpiece that's electronic and it's the most expensive thing to buy in the process of making rings um, if you choose to use it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to buy that straight up. Um, And I bought it and I thought, all right, I bought this. So now I'm pretty much locked in. Um, I have to do everything else with it. Hmm. So I think for me, what works at least is kind of thinking it over, being like, yeah, this is something I want to do and pretty much just taking the biggest step i can first and then like figuring out the rest from that because i've already locked myself into it
0: yeah cool Um,
1: yeah yeah and i think enjoying the process too um of like of learning something new and of reading about it and even though it might take a while i think like there's there's so much fun and joy to be found in that too
0: Yeah. Did you ever have doubt when you started <laughs> moving forward? Like, how many times? Yeah, like, you have doubt. Yeah, describe yeah, that. Yeah, anything. definitely.
1: Um, I think for me it was kind of like I did a lot of reading and research to what I'd need. Um, and I was lucky enough to speak to someone who is established in ring making, um, which helped a lot. So that's a good piece of advice: talk to someone who does what you want to do. Um, even though it might be kind of nerve wracking to approach someone about that, it definitely pays off. Hmm. Um, and I think like I got everything I kind of needed and then it was like, All right, I'll make a ring. So I made a ring and the first one I made, I melted completely. Um, the second one I made, i completely destroyed. It took like, it, it took a lot of frustration and it probably took me like a, like around 10 hours or more to make my first just plain silver band that I showed you yeah wow um, which which now I can do in like forty minutes, but at first wow. it took like ten hours and probably three different tries um, <laughs> so it was it was really frustrating i'm gonna I'd say that before it became really enjoyable, it was really frustrating, um, but even that made it more enjoyable because it was like the reward of finally um, finally actually making something that looked good after botching so many attempts
0: yeah wow yeah. That's so good that you say that. I think I'd probably say people around our age can so easily give up um, when things become too hard or read into the process. And it's like, oh, it's a lot harder than I expected it to be. And, And I'm like seeing the finished work of what you've got now proves that that early tough stage, you just got to push through and never yeah. give
1: up. And yeah, it's like learning any everything new. Hey, I guess yeah. in a way like you're, you've been getting into surfing lately.
0: That's you true. Know? I have been.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Denzel the surfer. And, um, and I'm sure like, at least for me, when I started out, it was more, f- it was, it was fun at first, but the fun definitely came after the frustration a little bit. Mm. Um, with just learning something new i guess hey
0: yeah Yeah. that has to be a new saying the fun comes after the frustration
1: yeah it's fun like it's important to enjoy the process of being frustrated but it's like i don't know i i found that the fun came after the frustration but like the whole process was worth it definitely
0: yeah so now we've been talking about a lot about rings and people will probably be like how do you even make a ring so can you describe the process from start to finish of making a ring.
1: Yeah, sure. I can. Um, I'll just grab a quick piece over here. Um, so making a ring is kind of a lot more steps than I thought. Um, when starting out, cause there's a few different ways you can go about making a ring. Um, so you can do the whole thing from scratch by hand, Um, or you can do a thing called wax casting where you kind of like shape what you want out of wax and then you pour silver into a machine and it kind of sets it in that shape Um, and so what I did start out with and now what I use is basically just doing it from scratch by hand Um, so what I start off with is this so this is a sheet of sterling silver Mm. which is about just over one millimeter thick um and so what i do is i have a handheld saw which i use to cut through this so i'll measure it down to the millimeters along it um, basically how long i want it to be and how thick i want the ring to be um, i'll cut it out then what i'll use is these little puppies here yeah which are needle files um so i'll sand it down um, kind of get the edges smoother rather than rough um could probably flip the laptop around and kind of show you this area so that, that oh. works for people who can actually see um, so what we've got here is a workbench um, kind of set up and then I've got my shelves over here which yep. has a bunch of different little tools and, and bobs on it and is that, that that's like that a handpiece
0: our question is that a slow cooker yep. in the uh, shelf
1: Yes, that is a slow cooker. <laughs> Sometimes I get nibbly while um, I start to make my rings. So, no, I'm kidding. It's, um, so, what, so what I do is what I said just before, which was, um, which was cut the ring out with the saw, basically sand it back. Um, and then what I'll do is grab this big puppy, which is a blowtorch, um, which shoots out a good old flame. Yes. Um, and I will bend the ring. So, I get the silver and I bend it around this, Hmm. which is a ring mandrel, Um, using hammers and pliers in the process to kind of shape it to what I want. Um, And then I will use this and a thing called silver solder, which is this wire that's in this packet just here. Okay. Um, And I melt that wire through, because obviously, when you make a ring, there's a gap in it. Um, somewhere where it's not joined yeah so I will then melt the um, solder it's called through the joint and then that's when I put it into the slow cooker because um, the slow cooker has a solution in it that um, is kind of like I think it's really acidic um, and it kind of eats away all the, the I think it's called oxidization that the flame puts onto the silver yeah um, so it eats that away and brings the silver to kind of like just a really um, smooth kind of finish and I take it out of there And then what I'll use is that handpiece that I mentioned before So I've got all these little Little doohickeys here. Yeah, wow. So these are basically all like cutters sanders different burrs huh. um, And I'll use this and the handpiece has a foot pedal. So I use that and basically sand the ring down um, polish it take any rough bits off it that i need Um, and then i'll choose a stone to put in it so i've got like at the moment i've got very limited left but i got a little bag of goodies here which are all different um all different stones yeah and so that's like the that's a really basic uh, explanation of how to make a silver ring to start off with But in between all those steps that I said goes a lot of um, basically just like lining things up because it all goes down to the Mm. millimetre. A lot of hammering, sanding, polishing, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tricky process to explain without someone actually being here um, to show in a way, like someone actually came over about, it was about three weeks ago and um, they were interested in learning how to make rings. So I showed them the process and, um, and it's a lot easier to do it when someone's here and you've got like hands on kind of approach.
0: Mm. True. Yeah. That's, that's a lot to take in and you've got a lot of equipment.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it is a lot, I guess. Cause like I said, it took me like two months of reading um, and looking up and researching how to do it. Um, so to explain that over zoom in like two minutes is a, a tricky task.
0: <laughs> how long did it take for you to accumulate all that, uh, all that all that gear
1: um man it's a funny story because i i started thinking about um, making rings and i was like on the bridge of buying everything to make rings um and the first thing i needed obviously was a workbench yeah which aren't super cheap to get a good one um and it was funny we had a storm in our backyard and it ripped up our back shed just tore it to bits everything was gone and there was just one workbench sitting there that was completely fine. Wow! So there was a workbench and I was like, wow, that's a blessing. So so I brought the workbench in here and then I needed a cupboard and a slab of steel was kind of the next two things. And one day I was leaving work and there was a cupboard sitting out the front and they were like, you can have it. And it fit perfectly into where I wanted it to. And the shop next to my old work uh, was a steel fabricator and they cut me a large piece of steel for free. Um, wow. Which would usually cost quite a bit of money. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a really interesting process because I got all these things for free at first and I was kind of like, all right, this is a blessing. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and get the other things that I need. So, I um, ordered a lot of it off Amazon um, mm-hmm. just because it's cheaper, to be honest. Uh, so, I ordered a lot off Amazon got a lot of the bits and pieces that I needed. And then funnily enough, um, I was in coughs and my mom had like this huge bag, just full of tradies tools that um, she just somehow, somehow fell into her lap a few years ago and she never used it and she gave it to me. So honestly, I think probably 70% of the stuff I have, I didn't even buy, Um, but in the process of a few months, it just made its way to me, which was really, really cool and such a blessing. but yeah, the other stuff, I like the the forum that I mentioned, um, all the different bits with that, the silver um, saws, I bought all that. Um, and yeah, it was it was a good investment though. It's brought me a lot of fun. So
0: yeah, that's cool. Yeah. On that, would you say, like, doing ring making? Do you believe it's you're meant for it? As in, you just talked about all these blessings, I would say blessings from God. To, yeah yeah they yeah Would you just believe it's for you or meant for you
1: um look I yeah I think I, I prayed about it a lot because um, as you know I am Christian um, mm. and I think everything I do I try and consult God on for sure even if it's small things like starting a new hobby um, and it's something that had been on my heart for a long time um, mm. Uh, and I think there's that verse, like God gives us the desires in our heart. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I would, I don't know if it's something I'm meant to do, but I definitely know God blessed it. Um, yeah. And I know where I am now is intentional and where I'm meant to be. Um, so I think time will tell with that really. Kind of just, I pray about things and go with the flow.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And it tends to work really well tends to work really well. Um, mm. so
0: yeah, yeah. I guess it's like, well, obviously the channel um, is called God given talent or my channel. Yeah. And when I believe in that statement, I think it's like, well, if we're given things, for instance, I managed to snag a really cheap camera. And if somehow mm. turned that into, more than just a hobby, doing YouTube. Yeah,
1: which is awesome. And I
0: think, yeah. um, I believe it's it's like the parable of the talents. We're given talents by the master, mm. and it's up to us to use what we're given and not be like, "But I want this instead of what you've given me." Um, yeah. So hearing from hearing your story about how it all just kind of lined up, workbench shows up. Cupboard, free piece of metal. Like, I think mm. it's the it's the the God given talent, um or the talents given to you, you know, and given yeah, by God. So. And yeah, you obviously have the knack for it, and um give it a crack. Yeah, yeah, I gotta give it a crack. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, thanks, man. What would you? Okay, what, we'll have a question. I'll question you about this. Is yeah, because. For you, like things are given to you and I think it was more so leading you into a new direction for your life. We might have asked this question earlier. It's probably just reworded differently, but it could be a very yeah. different question. Is what would you say to people that, you know, that they're given talent of doing something or they're given piece of equipment? Um, yeah. What would you say to those people who, are given but not using what they're given and complaining yeah. about wanting something else
1: yeah um, I'd say I think that like what you can have the tools but if you don't actually put them to use nothing's gonna happen in yeah. a way um, so I think like for me I had the desire to do it um, I was blessed with a lot of the things to be able to do it and I also on my own footing got a lot of the things I needed to do it um, and if I just left it at that, nothing would have happened. Mm. It just would have been a bunch of tools on a bench. Um, but it's the actual effort behind it to actually make it into something, I think. So I think, like, yeah, we can be given tools um, and then it's up to us to use them mm. in a way also. Um, so I think, yeah, not not being afraid of the process and, and failing in a way, too, because, um, like, I have stuffed up so many times trying to learn yeah. new things, um, yeah. and it just adds to the process, I think. And I, you learn so much during it, mm. um, yeah, yeah. So, I think that's important, definitely.
0: Yeah, mm. that's cool. So, kind of going back to talking about the process again, yeah, um, because I think what stops people from doing things in a way is the the creative process behind uh doing a hobby or the creative process behind a craft and Mm -hmm. i know you talked about the process of what it takes to actually make a ring but what is the creative process that goes into it because i know i'm sure you're not going to just make the same ring each time you want to make something different so what's the creative process
1: yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, so there's obviously the manual kind of labor side to it, actually doing things with your hands. And then there's the creative process behind it too. Yep. Um, because I think to me, making rings is kind of like, uh, like I've got a friend, a friend, Dan, who started to make leather. Um, and a friend, Elise, who makes pottery, um, and then like, all in the know, same garage. Who... <laughs> yeah, all, all in this garage. Actually, you can see like there's another bench there, and then on this <laughs> side. But um, yeah, it's cool. Um, and then like someone who paints. There's like the actual physical side of doing it, but there's creative juices that go into it too. Yes. Um, and like arguably, I think that's what that's what makes something hands-on like a nice piece of art is like how how someone's kind of kind of um brought what they've thought about to life through their hands, um, so for me, I think with rings um, i I have a book um where I've written pretty much just ring number one through to um what i 'm up to now ring i think like twenty five um, and I write the ring at the top and then I have notes, and um, I basically put down the process I'll draw like a rough sketch of what I want to go for. Mm um and i kind of so i try and physically get a picture of what i want um leaving enough room for leniency that when i start to make it i might be like oh maybe this could look a little bit better so i'll maybe shorten the ring a bit or make it a bit thinner Um, so i like to have a pretty thought-out picture of what i want to make before i put my hands to it Mm. Um, and i think that's one of the most enjoyable parts of the process too is um kind of kind of being able to think of something in your head then bring it to life through your hands um yeah it's a rewarding process definitely
0: yeah
1: Uh, yeah with making rings for people too i think there was like a a couple weeks ago there was a week where i had um just bizarrely like quite a few orders for rings from from friends and they were all the same kind of design of ring but they kind of chose what they wanted and then chose the stone to be put in it also and um and it was awesome making them all i put myself on a bit of a time limit which caused me to get a little bit stressed out but um (laughs) and i I found at the end of the week it was like i wasn't finding as much enjoyment making them because i was simply just making what other people wanted it wasn't really a creative it was still a creative process but not as much for me um and it helped me to realize that like oh like i actually really enjoy designing and creating them and not just being like right i have three hours to make this exact picture of a ring quickly and quickly punching it out and just trying to get a bunch done Mm. um yeah so it it helped me to step back and kind of be like all right i i really enjoy the creative side of this um and i don't want to lose that through making everything too monotonous um, Mm. in the process i guess
0: yeah cool kind of merging Uh, the question before the one I just asked with the question I just asked like how we talked about how you know like yes tools don't make the work like you have to be be hands on Um, and then we just talked about the creative process Mm. have you ever drawn down a design and then scrap it in fear that it'd be too difficult or in fear that it might not look as good. Um, has fear ever in a way, gripped you before proceeding to the hands-on stage?
1: Um, yeah, I think for probably like a year before I bought everything, how I said I thought about it for a long time, um, I think one of the things that held me back was fear um, before getting into it probably. And it was kind of, it wasn't explicitly like, I'm too afraid to do this, but it was kind of like, is it worth it like oh, I'm afraid that I'll buy things and not really not be able to do it like I won't actually be able to make make these things look good make rings look good um, so I think there was fear in that kind of process which yeah. then once I started and naturally got into it, I realized that it was pretty silly but it was what it was um, and I think in the process of making rings I'm probably A bit too ambitious with my design before I get my hands to it. So like, there's been a few times where I've been like, "Oh, this would look awesome." Where I've like had like a ring that wraps around twice with like three different stones, and um, and then I've started to make it, and I've like almost got it, but I just can't do it, and it's like, no, I was too ambitious. Um, So I find that quite often I'll be ambitious in the process until it gets to the point where something doesn't work, and then I'm like, okay. That didn't work. I failed with that. Cool. At least I tried. I'll make it a bit simpler. Yeah. So I think that's important, not being afraid to try and make something that will be a push or try and make something that, um, yeah, will push your skills because you don't know if you can do it until you try really.
0: Hmm. I think the general theme of majority of your answers today so far is just like Cause I guess the purpose of this podcast is for anyone to listen and just be like, okay, I want to do this, but I, and I've got the tools, but I'm just fearful. I think a lot of what you said today is the, is the encouragement of just do it. Yes. You'll make stuff ups. Yes. There'll be times when it's like, Oh, that was a bit too ambitious, but you can't give up after you've made a stuff up or something ambitious you just now know your limitations and yeah. i guess grow your limitations for future reference um like you grow your limitations through just practicing and trying and keep going and um,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, for for you even like with making youtube videos i'm sure mm-hmm. that was probably a bit daunting when you started right filming yourself and making different things like was that was that a fearful was that fear behind that
0: before you started? There was fear. Yeah. Sometimes there still is fear. I'll be honest.
1: Yeah.
0: Fear yeah. in the fact that, or what? What are people going to think about this video? And yeah, pushing too many buttons. And um, yeah. But if I've got a camera, or big thing I'm on, it's like if, or well, anyone's listening, if you like want to start a YouTube channel, everyone's mm. got one of these, and that's a camera yeah. right there. <laughs> Anyone Mm -hmm. can easily just do it. Um, But you would know this because we just talked about it. It's just fear is a real thing. Fear is a real thing that can grip us and stop us from creating. Um, Mm -hmm. But as you just said, like, I think you just got to do it. And that was the same for me. I just did it, started doing it. Still got fear, but it's like fear. It's not less about fear of doing it. It's more probably fear of, Oh, do I want to push the boundaries and go further than I've been before? Um, yeah, I've always got fear in that, but the initial, uh, yeah, it's just like, I just got to do it. Just do it. If it doesn't turn out, it's yeah. great. You make another vlog with you. If it doesn't turn out great, you make another ring. It's, there's no, yeah, exactly. You just do it again. You Try again um yeah
1: yeah definitely i like i like the point that you said how like if you want to make youtube videos everyone's got a phone so they can do it yeah um i think that's cool because it's like it's i think often before you start something you can get caught up in needing the right equipment or the best equipment in a way too hmm. um where like maybe if it's rock climbing and it actually helps you not die that's a really good thought to get like <laughs> safety good safety equipment of course but when it's like maybe filming YouTube videos, yes, a really good camera will bring out a good quality, but you can start with your phone and that suffices easily. Um, and it's the same with like, with, with me for rings, like that Crock-Pot that you saw. Um, really, when I think about it now, I didn't actually need a Crock-Pot. My research said you should get a Crock-Pot and I was like, okay, so I got one. But technically I could just put warm water in a cup and mix the solution into that. And it's like whilst the Crock-Pot makes it easier and it it is a a better way of doing it. Like warm water in a cup still brings out the same, the same result. Mm. Um, So it's like when you're starting something, I don't think you need to get caught up in needing all the best gear to start off. It's like, just just get your hands on what you can. Don't get too stressed out over that. Start doing the process. And I feel a lot of the time you realize that like, Oh, I don't actually need that. Or I don't actually need this. Or instead of a crock pot, I can just put hot water in a cup instead (laughs) of a, HD Canon. I can just use my phone.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: So I think it's, yeah, just encouragement to use what you've got to get into what you want to do, I guess.
0: Yeah. No, that's mm. good. And which is part of the reason why I wanted to get you on today is just cause I know like I'm just inspired by the fact that you just decided to make rings in your garage and now look what you're doing with it. And yeah. it just takes, that in, that just takes the first moment, that first step in. All right, I'm going to do it. Bang, and then yep. you move forward. You can't move forward unless you take your first step. Yeah, um, completely. And yeah, I guess. Look, all right, I got. I want to think of one final question. Um, yeah. And what was it like? So, what was it like? Because so we talk about so we're talking about that making that first step describe that feeling of making your first step or in other words making your first ring describe that feeling or that first day or that first moment in stepping out
1: yeah um i'll be honest it was like the moment of when i had spent just so long doing research and finding out what I needed, how to do it. I finally got everything and I was sitting here at my desk and it's like, all right, I've got everything I need. I guess I'll I'll make a ring. Um, And so I watched a video, followed through the tutorial with it. um, In certain parts, I kind of tried to wing a bit of it. um, (laughs) And it was enjoyable throughout, but frustrating like i said it probably took me like 10 hours to make a silver band um, which now i can do in like 40 minutes um, so it was a very very tedious process um, and it was quite frustrating at first but it was enjoyable and i enjoyed that and then when i finally actually made that ring i remember i think it was like i think it was about nine thirty at night when i finally finished and i remember had melted the silver and it finally kind of connected right and i'd sanded it back and it looked like a ring and i'd engraved the fish into it and um and i remember just we have a couch behind here and i remember standing up and just falling back onto the couch and just laying there and looking at the ceiling and it was just like this feeling of like oh i made a ring and it was (laughs) it was just so it was so um so satisfying and felt so good but i don't think it would have if it didn't take months beforehand of reading and then 10 hours before that of stuffing up. It was like all that kind of stuff that went in behind the scenes. When I finally had a ring there that was finished, the feeling was just like this satisfaction because I knew what went behind it. I think. Mm.
0: Um, so yeah. would you agree with this statement then? Mm. You won't find satisfaction unless you jump out of the boat or do something Ridiculous, or it's not not to say your ring making is ridiculous, but something that's out of the ordinary and doing something that's a bit more challenging. Do you do you believe that that's when you find true satisfaction?
1: Um, I think the satisfaction comes. Yeah, I think it can so often come from what you pretty much just described from stepping out and um, trying something new that you're not exactly sure on if you can do it or how you can do it. Uh, for me, that's how it came, but I'm sure someone could sit down and maybe make a ring within two hours on their first shot. Um, uh, like I'm sure there's people who are probably a lot more motor hand skilled than me. Um, but yeah i think I think like there's there's the the process of stepping out of the boat, um, kind of just like having faith in what you're going for and and just grinding to get it. And then, like that, brings around this deeper kind of feeling of satisfaction in a way.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah. Perfect. Well, hmm. that's all the questions I want to ask you. And today awesome. has been a very, oh, in, in a way, insightful conversation of learning more about the process and learning more about, I think, learning more about you stepping out and, I'm sure a lot of people will be encouraged in hearing your story. Mm. To, okay, this is what I want to do with my life, but I'm quite fearful. So I'm just going to do what Jared told me to do on that podcast. I <laughs> you, and I'm going to step out. <laughs> oh, I hope it encourages
1: someone. That'd be awesome. Definitely. Yeah, yeah so, that's cool. That's again, cool. I well, enjoyed it, man. Thank you. Thank you yes. for asking. Me. Questions and letting me answer. Um, I feel
0: like I should ask more about you, but <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I you don't need you're the, you're the guest. No, you're the guest. So I ask you all the uh, questions, and you're my special far. guest today. So thanks, man. Um, thank you so much for joining, and uh, it's fun Yeah, just I appreciate you so much, man, for doing this. Cool. You too, Denzel. And I'm super encouraged by what you told me today, and I'm. Certain that many will be encouraged also. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Make Mondays Interesting Podcast. We value your engagement. So, if you're watching the video version of this, please leave a comment in the comment section about what you enjoyed. Then head over to Spotify, subscribe or give us a follow add us to your podcast list and tune in every Monday for new episodes. If you're listening to the audio version, jump, up, jump from Spotify onto YouTube, comment on the video. Again, let us know what you enjoyed about today's episode because like I said, we value your engagement here at God Given Talent. Again, a massive thank you for tuning in to this week's Make Mondays Interesting Podcast. I hope you feel encouraged and inspired to make your Mondays more interesting.